I'm Rosanna Gill, and this is the Her Path to Purpose podcast, a podcast for every woman who has ever asked, is this it? You'll hear from women who have had the audacity to ask that exact question and share what their journeys to define and pursue more for their lives look like. This podcast will open your eyes to the infinite possibilities available to you and prepare you to forge your own path to purpose. Get ready for the career day you never knew you needed. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Her Path to Purpose podcast. I'm so excited to have you. Today is going to be a shortened podcast episode and also a solo episode uh, inspired by something that happened actually last week. But before I get into that, I did want to let you know about our partner for the podcast, which is Shop 7 Degrees. So this has been our partner since day one. It is a woman-owned small business, and Shara, the founder, started, actually she started out as a bridal designer or um, bridal gown designer, which I thought was pretty cool, and then decided to start an online business, and she started with a sweatshirt, specifically a sweatshirt that was designed for a woman's body. So the sweatshirts have fun, fun, fun fabrics all kinds of different patterns that you don't typically see on sweatshirts. But more importantly to me than the fabric, even though I do love that, is actually how it's made. So the sweatshirts tend to be longer in torso, and more of a nip in waist, and the uh, sweatshirts are wider at the hips because, hey, isn't it fun for your sweatshirt to not make you look like you instantly gain 10 to 20 pounds? Yeah. So I really love that I get to wear a fun feminine pattern that also is very flattering. You know, can a girl get the best of both worlds where I can have a beautiful feminine fabric that I enjoy and I can also not look like I gained 20 pounds by wearing said sweatshirt. So I love that. I also love that it has these thumb holes. The arms are actually long enough where you can have your thumb through the thumb holes and still, you know, be an active human, which is pretty cool. And here's the best part. As a listener of the Her Path to Purpose podcast, if you go to the link in the show notes to her website and pick out whatever you want, whether it's a sweatshirt, some joggers, a skirt, whatever it might be. I think she also has bags now too, but whatever you decide to pick out, you will get $10 off of your order if you use the coupon code or the discount code HERPATH, all one word. And I also have that in the show notes too. So if you're not sure how to spell it or what it looks like, check the show notes and If you end up buying something, can you do me a favor? Can you take a picture in your new Shop 7 Degrees item and tag the store online? Um, I'll link to the Instagram account, Shop 7 Degrees, and me. I want to see our Her Path to Purpose podcast listeners sporting Shop 7 Degree gear. It would just make my week. And I think it would probably make Shira's. So yeah, support a woman-owned business who is supporting a woman-owned podcast. What, what? All right, with that, let's get into this week's episode. This week, we are talking about healing. So, you know, something that struck me when I had Angela Masinic on, when I interviewed her um, in one of the first episodes for this podcast, was she had mentioned how her coach when she was, you know, her business coach, when she was trying to figure out how to monetize her blog and how to build an online business, her coach said, well, why don't you focus on the thing that you struggled with the most? And 
<laughs> you know, for her, it was drinking and overeating and, and her weight. And that had been a long time struggle. And then, you know, from that stemmed her coaching program about that helps women stop over drinking and start living. And something about that really struck me because I started my first podcast, Breaking Labels, because yes, I wanted a podcast, but also I really wanted that to be my thing. Like I wanted my podcast to have millions of downloads and to be able to do it full time and all the things. I would get so frustrated when I was on in these Facebook groups for podcasts and people would talk about how, oh, I just started it on a whim and now I have 50,000 downloads. I'm like, I did not start this on a whim. I want for this to be as big as those. And these people don't even seem like they're trying that hard. They're just posting content and posting their episodes and it just goes, you know, viral, wonderful, great. Um, but something has happened since I started breaking labels. And over the course of those conversations with people who have dealt with labels, have dealt with limiting beliefs, and one thing that kept coming back is that they had worked on healing them in some way, shape, or form. And I had done healing in the form of therapy, right? I had done talk therapy and incredibly grateful for that. But I didn't know how much I didn't know about my own healing process until things weren't going my way, until the podcast wasn't taking off the way my ego wanted it to. Even though I was getting great response and great feedback from people, it just, I still wanted it to be a top podcast. I wanted it to have thousands and thousands of downloads right away on every episode, which I think a lot of people want that when they start a podcast. But I started to realize, especially in the last few months, that in the process of pursuing, you know, well, how am I going to start a business? How do I make the podcast a business? How do I do this? How do I figure this out? I had a lot of limiting beliefs and I had a lot of things that I really hadn't dealt with, that I really hadn't processed. And I'm very grateful for this program that I did um, uh, called Manifestation Babe Academy. And yes, it is about manifestation, but what has been most important and most revealing to me has been the work that I had to do on my limiting beliefs. And this is what's ironic is I had already known that that was incredibly important. I mean, hello, I had a whole podcast about breaking labels and limiting beliefs. And I wanted so badly to help people in doing that for themselves. And yet I didn't realize how much work I had not done in healing my own. You know, one of the things that I had been manifesting had been that I would have the time freedom and the ability to prioritize my healing because it's something that I have not prioritized ever. And I know some people might be listening to me thinking, you're only 35. Like there are people who are in their 60s who have never prioritized their healing and they're doing just fine. True, true, true that. You're right. But I don't want to live like I see everybody else live. And I see a lot of people not prioritizing their healing. I see a lot of people hustling and grinding right past their feelings day in and day out until one day they wake up and they don't know how they got to where they are and they don't know why they're unhappy. They don't know why they feel dissatisfied with life and they don't know where everything went left. And I mean, the honest truth is it doesn't just go left all at once, right? It's small decisions day in and day out. I have been prioritizing my healing 
for the last couple months, ever since I started Manifestation Babe, which by the way, enrollment for that, they're, um, the next class, if you want to call it that, is I believe next um, February of 2022. I'm saying it that way in case you end up listening to this episode a year from when I post it. Um, but I highly recommend it. This is not an ad for them. I do not get any affiliate fee for recommending it, but it has been a phenomenal, phenomenal revealing course for me. So revealing that it let me know that as much as I love my podcast and yes, it can be a business and it can be something that generates income at one point or at some point, I actually felt very called to help people in the way that Manifestation Babe has helped me and to actually know how to do the work and to use different strategies and tools that I've used in Manifestation Babe to overcome limiting beliefs. So I'm actually in the process, I've already gotten my coaching certification for success coaching, but I'm actually in the process of becoming certified uh, to become a, a breathwork facilitator, as well as uh, certified in tapping, time techniques, hypnotherapy, and neuro-linguistic programming. Uh, because at some point, I want to use all of that to help other people overcome deep-seated limiting beliefs and thought processes and thought patterns that are keeping them from their the lives that they want to live. And I know that there's so much about mindset. And I, I really, really did not like the idea of mindset coaching for the longest time because I was just like, well, I don't understand. That just sounds like a scam. Or what, what does that even mean? And to be honest, I still am not a fan of pure mindset coaching, where it's just talking about the way you think. And yes, you can always ask a better question for yourself. Yes, you can always reframe what you are saying to yourself. But for me, asking better questions was not enough. I needed to actually process things. And I never had the tools to do so because nobody I knew knew how to do these things. So, so for me, some of the things or some of the ways that I've been processing, it starts with journaling. A lot of times journaling is a great way for me to just brain dump everything that is swirling around in my head. And, you know, interestingly enough, a lot of times when I start journaling, I end up just brain dumping things that I don't even know are swirling around there. So I think journaling is a phenomenal place to start. But I do not end with journaling uh, anymore. It is a more in-depth process. For me, actually, I have a great example. And it would be last week when I was going to be working on the podcast uh, last week's episode so that it could come out on time for Wednesday morning. Um, this was Tuesday night. And um, something happened. Someone said something that... I know for a fact they did not mean to hurt my feelings, but it hurt very, very deeply. Um, you know, it just a way that, you know, the reason it hurt so deeply was because it was a reflection of a thought I'd had for a long time and had really struggled and tried to move past. And it was a reflection of if, if any of you have ever listened to uh, Breaking Labels, the last episode that I published on Breaking Labels was about my herpes diagnosis and the fact that I saw myself as damaged goods for, I mean, basically the, you know, 16 years since I was diagnosed at 19. And when somebody says the thing that you have feared being verbalized for 16 years, that you have tried to live around or 
um, be a good girl so nobody would ever think that about you, it hit and it cut really deeply. It didn't hit me at first. I didn't respond. I didn't say much. I didn't have any argument for it. Um, But it it really started to hit me in waves a little bit later uh, when I was alone. And I journaled. That helped a little bit. I rage danced, which if you have never heard of rage dancing, it is basically just like it sounds. You put on some music and you dance. Um, maybe you punch pillows. Maybe you punch the air. Maybe you, you know, live out every Tybo video you've ever seen or kickboxing video. But yeah, there was some rage dancing. There was um, some breath work. Um, and when I talk about breath work, there's a few different ways you can do breath work. One could be if you're trying to regulate your nervous system, you uh, breathe in for four counts and breathe out for eight. You double the length of the inhale in the exhale. And that helps regulate your nervous system. It's great for calming you down in the moment. I actually didn't want to be calmed down in that moment. I had a lot of rage and a lot of sadness and a lot of grief um, that I needed to get out. So I rage danced and then I did a breath work session, like I said. So for me, that breathing in for four counts and breathing out for eight was not enough. I did a, what um, some people call is revelation breath work. And it is to music um, and you breathe in through your mouth only, breathe in and out through your mouth. Um, You breathe through your stomach and then your chest and then out through your mouth. And um, yeah, you do that for 25 minutes and you might think, okay, what can breathing in through your mouth and out through your mouth do? Well, um, it, it can do a lot as a matter of fact. It's incredibly therapeutic. Um, it's been wonderful for me as far as a way to, um, sort of calm and soothe myself, uh, because for me, meditation sometimes doesn't work. And yeah, sometimes in breath work, they're screaming. Sometimes I cry. That time I did a lot of crying. I get that night. I was just (laughs) so much ugly crying. Um, and that is also a way of processing an emotion. And I talk about this because, Back when I said at the beginning of this episode how I wanted a lifestyle where I was able to prioritize my healing, I had to make a choice that night. And that choice was that I was not going to power through and delay that processing till the next night. I was not going to push it aside for the sake of releasing the podcast on the day that I wanted to come out. I decided that I was going to prioritize my healing. And I don't know that I've ever actually really done that, but I needed to. Because if I'm ever going to help other people heal, if I'm ever going to encourage other people to prioritize their healing in the way that I believe we need to as individuals, as a society, that means sometimes the podcast may not come out on the morning I want it to. And I really hated, hated having to email Maria, who was my guest last week, and say, hey, I know I told you this was going to come out on Wednesday, but it's not. Something came up. It's going to come out on Thursday. And you know what she said? Great. Thanks for letting me know. <laughs> like, It's crazy to me how many times we put so much undue pressure on ourselves that something has to be done a certain way. And if we don't, then we're going to let people down. And I finally 
that night decided, you know what? With all due respect to anybody, Maria, any listeners of the podcast, tonight I am going to put my needs before everybody else. And I need to grieve this. I need to prioritize this moment and this feeling. And I need to just love on myself. And if that means that I need to do a breathwork session where I just do like a an ugly, guttural cry, then so be it. So be it. It's so interesting the way things t- are timed. You know, that happened. No one reached out to me and said, Rosanna, you're a day late of posting podcasts. I almost wonder if anybody even noticed. But it let me know that I have a choice. And was it a choice that I liked? Not particularly. I just, for me, it's just important to do what I say I'm going to do. So if I don't post something when I say I'm going to, it does bother me. But again, there's still a choice. And I needed that night. Actually, to be honest, I still was grieving a little bit for a couple of days after. But I got the bulk of it out that night, that Tuesday night. And I was talking to a friend over the weekend who, and we were talking about the effects of COVID and what forcibly slowing down did for us. And she was talking about how for her, it kind of held a mirror up to how one of the ways she would cope is just to stay incredibly busy, to have an itinerary and an agenda and a plan for everything. And then COVID happened. And there were what what are you gonna what are you gonna have an itinerary for? Especially for the first, as they call, season of COVID, there was nothing. Like everything was shut down, and I think that happened for a lot of people. That our typical coping mechanisms weren't available to us. If for some people, especially extroverts, their coping mechanism is to be busy, to stay busy, to always be around people. So to have to slow down and be with themselves and to grieve or to process whatever they needed to process, I'm sure was incredibly difficult for a lot of extroverts. Because I'm an introvert, as I found out, thanks to COVID. I didn't know how much of an introvert, mind you, I was until everything shut down. And I was like, this is great. And I started to dread when things were opening back up. Part of the reason I started looking for another job was because I did not under any circumstance want to go back to the lifestyle I was living before, where I was on the road three to four nights a week living. Actually, I don't mind the living out of hotels. I'm actually in a hotel as I record this. I don't mind the hotel part of it, but I did mind not having a life outside of work or feeling like I couldn't have a life outside of work Monday through Thursday. I do think it's interesting though, that even once I got another job, I figured out a way to keep my evenings busy, even during COVID, which was through starting a podcast. I, I'm wondering, and I wanted to, the reason I wanted to share this is because if you listen to this podcast, there is a part of you that is yearning for something else in your life. That doesn't mean a complete career change. It doesn't mean that you have to leave your life as it is. But there is a curiosity or a desire for something. Maybe you don't even quite know what it is yet. Maybe you just want to be inspired by other women's stories. That's great. But I challenge you to ask, what is it 
that's most inspiring you, inspiring in you, in the women that you've heard stories from thus far? Because whatever you find inspiring is a reflection of what is in you. Every single time. And if you're listening to this particular episode and you feel an urge to say, well, Rosanna, of course you can heal. Of course you can take that time. Girl, take some time for yourself. Well, I'm going to give that right back to you. Girl, take some time for yourself. Slow down. What is the thing that seems like it has to be just like it has to be a particular way and there's no other choice and there's no room or no space for you to prioritize yourself in it. And I want you to go back and look at it again. And I want you to go back and look at, all right, what if I do disappoint people by putting my healing and my self-care first? What does that look like? How do I justify it to them? And I got to be honest, I am not recording this episode to justify to you why last week's episode of the podcast was a day late. In all due respect and love, I really don't care what you think about whether it was late a day. Because I know that the times where I am putting everything and everyone before my healing are passing. I don't want to live like that anymore. I choose that I can have what I want in this life, in this world, and I can still take care of myself. And if it does, if some people are bothered by that, that's okay. That's okay. You're entitled to not like it. I mean, you don't live my life, just like nobody lives yours. So I hope in listening to this, you ask yourself, And you actually are honest with yourself about the times and the spaces in your life where you are denying yourself healing. What do you need to heal? What do you need just to rest, relax, and recharge? If you have any questions about any of the healing strategies I talked about, whether it's tapping or um, breath work, or I'm trying to think of what some of the uh, journaling. Journaling, you probably don't. I don't know that you would need to um, have a lot of questions about that. But um, I will link to. What will I link to? I actually will link to my coach's um, community breath work sessions. Her name on Instagram is Womanifester. So I'm going to link to her Instagram account. You can follow her. Her name is Katie J, and she has community breath work sessions where you can you know, attend by just donation, which I think is an amazing opportunity. I did my first one with her via Zoom. So wherever you are, you can log in or you can sign up for one of her community breathwork sessions and you can try it out. I highly recommend it. Um, And I'm very excited because she's actually the person who's teaching me how to become a breathwork facilitator. For tapping, there is an app called the Tapping Solution. But you could also, actually, I will link to a YouTube video about tapping. Um, It is an amazing tool. I have used it in the middle of my workday. I have used it to process. I didn't use it that night, but trust and believe I have used it other nights where I have been feeling an extreme amount of anxiety. I have used it when I felt physical pain. It is 
pretty phenomenal. Um, so I will link to a YouTube video on tapping and I will link to Katie J's website um, or um, Instagram so you can sign up for her community breath work. There is also, by the way, an app for pause breath work, which is another breath work facilitator that I really like. And I actually have this app. You do have to pay for it, but I thoroughly enjoy the app because they have breath work um, that you just, you know, choose which one suits what you're looking for that day. And it could be a three minute one. It could be five minute. It could be 25. It could be 45 minutes. So I think that's an also an awesome option on the go. So I will, I don't know if I can link to an app on the show notes, but I'll figure out something where I can link to it so you can get some information about the app. I hope that this helps you and I hope that it inspires you to prioritize yourself and your healing this week. All right, guys, make sure to leave a written review if you have not. And also, if you have not subscribed to this podcast, oh, sold that. Every time I post a new episode, whether it's Wednesday or Thursday or, you know, whatever day it may be, hey, hey, that is all the more reason to subscribe, y'all. So then, then if I do post a day late, you don't have to worry about it because when I do post the episode, it's going to be waiting in your queue, whether you listen to it on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or Squadcast or any of the other hundreds of platforms where you could listen to a podcast. Or if you just listen through this Buzzsprout work, uh, website that I post the podcast on, whatever it might be, wherever you listen to it, subscribe. Okay. All right. Thank you for being a listener. And I cannot wait for you to come back next week. Bye.